Hey y'all, welcome to another episode of Chats from the Blog Cabin, the show where I invite people into the blog cabin to chat about life. I'm Melissa, your host. Today I'm chatting with Anna Lisa. She is um, works with Vicki Gunfelson in Kodo Insurance. She's an insurance agency and she co-wrote the books about side hustles with Vicki. And we're going to be talking about side hustles and how you can get her books. And I will drop that link into the show notes as well. Because frankly, guys, we all are struggling during this time of COVID and the pandemic. And I mean, who couldn't use some extra money? And you know what I need you to do right now? That's right. Start listening. Hi, guys. Welcome back to another edition of Chats from the Blog Cabin. I am joined by Anna Lisa. Anna Lisa. Anna Lisa. <laughs> I just asked you right before we went on, too. Oh, good. It's fine. And she is actually the one responsible for Vicki Guffelson to come on last week and chat about financial wellness. But she's coming on today to talk about side hustles. So tell us a little bit about yourself first. Well, I can give you a little bit of background. Um, so I actually grew up in the insurance industry. Um, my dad started when I was six weeks old. So it's been a really long time. Um, my sister's in the insurance industry. I went to college and I wasn't going to do what the family did. So I went into medical devices and pharmaceutical sales, spent 10 years in that till I had my second child, was laid off during maternity leave. And at that time I said, great, you know what, I guess I'll do the family business without being with family. So I, you know, bounced around a little bit and settled on my niche and have been in the industry just about 17 years, but about four years ago, I knew that I needed more. I needed to offer my clients more than I was able to. I searched long and hard till I found Vicki, and it's been a wonderful um, match. I have learned so much from her. She's amazing, as you saw last week. Um, and about a year ago, we kind of came up with the idea to start the Financial Wellness with Vicki group platform or whatever that you were a part of that that group that we have mm -hmm. and more recently with everything that's gone on with COVID I mean that threw us for a loop it threw everybody everybody's been thrown for a loop but we decided to write a side hustle book we felt like people needed to be more aware of options to make money when you're laid off and quarantine. It's a tough situation to be in. So how did you find Vicky though? Was it something that you were just searching for or did you just, you know, I've been searching for the right home, if you will, to somebody that really aligned with the way that I wanted to do business. I mean, I'm very picky. Um, I will always do the right thing for my clients 100% of the time, even if that means not selling them something. And I happened to watch her on TV. I mean, I, yeah, I watched the show a little bit, but not, you know, as much as many people do. And I saw her on it. So what did I do? Being an insurance nerd, I decided to Google her. And so I saw her insurance accomplishments and I thought that's impressive. So I started following Kodo on Instagram and they had something one day and it said, oh, become an agent. And I thought, oh, I'm going to apply. And they did. And they called me right back and they said, we want you to work for us. And I'm like, 
did you really do your research? Because how do you know like what I am? You know, and it just kind of went from there. It was very different, and you know, I never expected it. And I mean, it, it's really been wonderful. I've learned more from her than I ever could have imagined. Not just through, not just about insurance, but just this financial wellness. She's just truly a wealth of information. And like I was telling you, she's the bigger, brighter version of myself. Like mm-hmm. I tell her anything I do, you, she just, I don't know. It's, it's a great, it's a great thing. I know last week I learned so much from her in that little short conversation. Mm-hmm. So I can just imagine what you've learned. You said you're with her four years now. Yeah. Yeah. So I can just imagine. Mm-hmm. It's fun. So let's talk about side hustle. What would you describe as a side hustle? What a lot of people don't know what side hustles are. Well, I think what a side hustle, it can really encompass many different things. So what I'd look at it as is another source of income. Now it can be something small, um, you know, babysitting in addition, you know, it's in addition to your main source of income or if you're a stay-at-home parent, it's a source of income, and it, it can really be anything. Um, we like to look at it, you know, Vicki and I talk about it, in that it's a way to reach your financial wellness goals faster. So we all know we need savings, and as she said, save more than you ever thought possible. Just save, save, save. Well, when times are tough, and maybe you lost your job, or maybe you're living paycheck to paycheck, that's even more stressful knowing that you need to save and you're thinking, great, I, how am I supposed to save when I can barely make ends meet? Well, having a side hustle is a way to accomplish that goal. You could dedicate all that money that came in and put it all towards savings. So it takes a little bit of pressure off. And that was one of the inspirations for doing the book that I helped her put out. So what would you, what's a good side hustle for most people? I mean, is it, every everybody's different or? No, I really don't think there's a right fit for everybody. I mean, we all have different skills, talents, family dynamics. Um, and I'm just, I'm not a fan of pushing everybody into the same fit, which is why I like working with Vicki because we don't do that with insurance either. But in the book, we explore and give people many different ideas um, I like to say there's app-based side hustles, um, such as say, everyone knows about Uber and Lyft. Mm-hmm. Um, there's many other app-based ones that all you need to do is sign up for an app and you can do that work and you can start getting paid the next week. Um, that's great for some people, depending on the area of the country you live in. I mean, if you're rural, that might not be you might not have many opportunities to be an Uber driver, but mm-hmm. there's something literally for everybody out there. So how would people go about finding their side hustle? Because I know that's like, I don't know what to do. I don't know what my talents are. So what mm-hmm. should we do? So that's, you know, one of the reasons that we wrote the book is to help people decide. So we have the book and we're also doing, I don't know if you saw, we're doing a side hustle challenge in the Facebook group and Vicki's helping people by giving them prompts and stuff to think about every day, you know, how to choose your side hustle, how to organize, um, how to plan. 
because it's not something that everyone knows how to do. It's something that everybody can do, but you know, it, it takes, it takes knowledge. And I think that that's one of the best things about her book is that it really empowers people to find something that works for them. I know one of the things that I saw in the Facebook group was that Vicki said, um, basically don't go into debt to try to get your side hustle. So right. expand a little bit more about that. Um, you know, there's typical, and you know, we don't really talk about this particular type of side hustle just because it, it, it's not an option or it's not something we talk about in the book, but there are these side hustles that most moms in particular have come across and will say, Oh, you know, you can start your business for, you know, $3.99 and get your starter kit and all this kind of stuff. It's not really the way to go. There, there's ways to do it where you don't have to invest, that you can just go out and start making money. For example, um, let's just say Poshmark. Um, it's an app-based, and it's where you can sell clothes. So, I don't know, most women have extra clothes and accessories laying around. And I mean, I've had my teenage daughter do it. I downloaded the app and I said, get to work. All that stuff that's on your floor, that's money. You want money? Go sell it. And she'll take the pictures and she'll list it and people will, you know, purchase it. And you download the, the free shipping label and you purchase an envelope. That's it. Money comes to your account. So rather than purchase something, invest money into something, start small. If your dream is to, you know, open your own business, save the money. Don't go into debt with it, especially right now. So how can people go about saving the money from their side hustle? Because I know a lot of people say, oh, this bill's coming in. Let me use this money for the, that I made with my side hustle to pay this bill instead. Mm -hmm. so how do you differentiate that? Well, one of the things that Vicki recommends is have a separate bank account. Chances are the money that's coming into your side hustle is going to be pre-tax dollars. Usually they are, unless you're a W-2 employee, it's going to be pre-tax. So, you know, she's a big proponent. Don't mix up money. You know, don't put it with your day job that you're, you're getting that money is after taxes. Have a dedicated account. When the money hits the account, you can pay your estimated taxes right then. I mean, you can log on to the irs.gov and pay your taxes every day if you wanted to, estimated. Um, so keep the money separate. If it's not in your main account, it's not as tempting to use it to spend for a bill. So do you su suggest setting up as a business account or as a personal account? Um, you know, it, it really depends on the way that your business is set up. Um, you know, I don't really want to give any sort of like tax, tax advice or something like that. Mm -hmm. So definitely consult with your CPA. But no matter what, open a separate a separate bank account for that money to go into. Okay. Now let's talk about the side hustle books. How did it come about? Well, you know, when quarantine happened, um, Vicki and I were working on a different book. Um, I don't really want to talk about that too much because we're in the process of redoing it. But, you know, things just, as you know, blew up. And it kind of felt like the wind was just knocked out of us. And we thought, oh boy, what now? Like we've got all these people in a group 
books ready to go, all this stuff ready to go, and people are losing their jobs left and right. What do we do to offer hope, I guess, is one of the things we were looking at. So we thought the best way to offer hope to people is teach people how to make that money on the side. I mean, there's no promises that you're going to get rich from a side hustle, but you can make money and it can definitely help keep people afloat. Um, I have a um, client that, you know, speaking to a professional in the medical industry and when quarantine hit, his business really just tanked. And here he is with a medical degree and I talked to him and he said, yep, I'm driving DoorDash. He goes, make 100, 200 bucks a night. And he goes, I got to do what I got to do to pay my mortgage. And you know what? It's true. Work is work, you know, an honest day's work is admirable no matter what you're doing. I love how they're affordable too. They're very affordable. They're not like, like you see a lot of people that want to play on their names, on the names of the person that wrote it for it to be like $20, $30, but mm -hmm. it's not. Mm -hmm. that. I mean, that's one of the things that, you know, I love about Vicki is that, you know, she does truly care about people and it's, it's important for her that people learn how to do this and it, that it, can be affordable to them. Yeah, I mean, she's got to charge for her time and effort doing this. But um, yeah, I mean, I think that she gives a lot of value in those books. Yeah, and I was looking on the website right before we came on to talk about the side hustle to see yeah. we're talking about why everyone needs a side hustle. Like you already mentioned extra money because I mean, who doesn't love extra money? I mean, honestly, right. everybody can need some extra money now and then. Right. Um, paying down your debt so you, you suggest doing that as well like having like one credit card that like vicky said last time to run everything through or no credit cards at all um you know it just again that that really depends i mean i i don't know if you could tell just by like interviewing vicky but she's one of the most disciplined people that i know um and yes she inspires me to not cheat on my diet and do all that kind of stuff but you know she's very disciplined not everybody has the same type of discipline mm -hmm. that she has and if you don't then maybe credit cards aren't the right thing for you but yes um side hustles are great for paying down debt again you've got your money that's in your budget and everything is allocated or you know it should be and people are learning how to do that if they don't know they're they're learning um and it's just an extra stream and that money goes straight to the debt and when that's done then you know next goal if you want to save for a vacation college down payment on a house whatever there's there's a lot of things that side hustle income can help accomplish for your financial wellness so basically with side hustles you can set a goal for that particular money and say okay i'm going to use all that money for one certain thing and i'm not going to touch it to use anything use it for anything else i would that's that's what i would recommend and it's hard to it's hard to choose a goal, especially you know when times are tight and you're kind of like, oh my gosh, what do I do? You know, and maybe I lost my job or whatever. Everyone has to figure out their own unique situation and what really is going to work for them. But it's best to focus on a goal because that helps you keep focused on your side hustle. What is your side hustle? Well, interesting. You should ask. Um, 
Uh, let's see. Well, I help Vicki with the financial wellness, so I guess that's one of them. Um, but honestly, this summer, my son from college came home and his job fell through. And he was going to be a nanny and didn't need to be a nanny because parents were working from home. Mm -hmm. So he went out and started doing DoorDash. Then I also have a teenage daughter and she couldn't get a job anywhere. And I said, you're not going to stay home because she likes to shop, whether it's online or wherever. She's a big spender. And so I said, you're going to do DoorDash. And she said, well, I'm not, I'm not old enough. I said, guess what? I'm driving, you're delivering. So that's kind of the, the side hustle. And it's funny because she doesn't always have time, but I'll go out and do it now. So I'm like, okay, I like to shop too, but I've made it so that money that I bring in is what I can, can use for, you know, hair, nails, Botox, whatever. Like that's my designated money. And I like it. I mean, there are days where yesterday I was working from five in the morning till, you know, five at night. And then I went out and door dashed for a few hours, came back and then went back to work later on that evening. But it's just, it's an escape for me some extent. So with DoorDash, because I'm not really familiar because we live in a rural, very rural part of North Carolina. So we have it, but it's not right where we're at. Um, how does that work? You literally turn on the app and you say, this is the area I want to work in and it'll pop up a restaurant and it'll say, you know, if you want to deliver payway and it's six miles, it'll pay you eight bucks. I mean, we make where we live, fortunately, we live in a densely populated area. I'm in the suburb of Denver. And it's about 30 bucks an hour. So I mean it's it's worth my time. Um, I like it when it's nice out and the windows down in the car and listen to good music. It's just like I said, it's kind of a nice escape. Where there's not so many people saying, Mom, do this for me, mom, do that for me, right? <laughs> or I'm like, okay, we're going. Guess what? Get off your Netflix or whatever it is you're doing, you're working. You want to go to Lulu, we're working. That is so funny. Now, what do you suggest? Because like I said, I, we live I live in a really rural part of North Carolina. Mm -hmm. What do you suggest people who live in rural areas do for side hustles? Um, you know, there's obviously many, but you know, some of them are it depends again on your skills and talent so if you're a freelancer there's all different types of freelance positions that you can do there's so much that you can do remotely um if you don't have let's say those type of skills um virtual assistant um if you have a college degree i don't think it needs to be specific but just a degree and i don't know if it's a four or two year degree there's a website called VIP Kid where you can teach English to kids in, I think it's in China. Um, I think tutoring is a great side hustle. I don't know if your schools are open there or not, but with this whole remote learning for much of the country, I think that's really opened up a lot. Yeah, schools are opened here. They're, they're going like part of the schools are going, at least the county I'm in, two days a week, part of the kids are going, and then two days a week, other part of the kids are going, and then on Wednesdays, everything's virtual. You mm -hmm. can clean the school at this point, so. And, yeah. you know, that, that's another thing. We, we have the same thing here, but 
this week one of my daughter's schools was shut down because too many teachers are quarantined and they don't have enough subs. It's fine for my daughters, they're older, I don't have to hold their hand, but there's a lot of parents that are having to choose between work for helping their kids with school. And when your kids are younger and you have a job that you can't do virtually, it just opens the door to more side hustles. You know, mm -hmm. one of the things that Vicki put in the book was, you know, kind of like a, a daycare, if you will, but for older children where you supervise them with their remote learning. That's super cool. Now, where can we get the books though? Um, it's on her website, Financial Wellness with Vicki, and they're downloadable eBooks. And it comes with a worksheet. Yeah. Oh, and they come with worksheets? I haven't downloaded mine yet. I bought one, but I haven't downloaded it yet. So, okay, so if you don't download the book right away, you might have an error. And if you do, just reach out. We'll, we'll make sure that, you know, we take care of that. Okay. But they come with worksheets. That's super cool. That's something mm -hmm. that you can mainly put in a binary and refer back to along mm -hmm. the way. Well, once you download the book, you'll have it forever. You know, however you download it. But people that buy it and don't download it right away sometimes run into a little bit of issues. So we'll fix it. So tell me what's one thing that you would suggest for people to do as a side, not as a side hustle, but to get their mind straight on what, how to figure out their side hustles. I know you said it's in the book, but like. Um, I think, what do you enjoy doing? I think one of it, what is something that you enjoy doing? Um, how much time do you have to devote to it? You know, if you're working nine to five, coming home, taking care of kids, you might be spent. You might not want to go out and do a DoorDash or something like that. Um, you might look to do something more, like I said, like the Poshmark or, you know, the online sales tools. Um, if you were working in remotely from home all day or you want to get out, there may be something else that you want to do. Um, you know, there, there's the sales ones that you can sell anything. Um, there's a chapter in one of the books about um, renting out tools from your house. I mean, literally mm. anything um, people will rent and especially in a rural community, why not? You know, somebody needs a chainsaw for a day, they could go on this website and turn out a chainsaw for a day. So there's definitely something for everybody. Now, how would you go about um, incorporating it as a business? Because side hustles, you would obviously have to have a business name and run it through that way. Well, it depends on the business. Um, again, the app-based ones, you really don't need anything if you're selling on Poshmark or you know driving for DoorDash well, DoorDash you need to let your insurance company know um, and again I just I, I recommend being very transparent with your insurance company you know if you are having kids over at the house as a good daycare that you're doing you know remote learning check with your insurance company to make sure that you're covered properly um, and then again speak with a CPA or, you know, a tax professional for that sort of advice. I, you know, I, I really don't want to answer specifically because I, I don't know in everybody's situation, I'd hate to give the wrong answer. Yeah. And I think that's so true. I mean, there's not a set answer for 
everything. It's not an all-encompassing answer because everybody has different right. talents. And, you know, we, we do discuss that in the book, different steps that you need to take to protect yourself. Because if you have even any sort of business, whether it's a side hustle that is turning into a full-time hustle, you absolutely have to protect yourself. Um, you know, if you were using you know, your side hustle to cook for people, for example, you have to follow the, the state cottage laws, um, which which vary by state. And if you're cooking in someone's house, it's a little different law. So mm -hmm. whatever you do, <clears throat> protect yourself, make sure you have the proper liability insurance. Maybe you don't need it for everything, but find out. It's better to have it and not need it than need it and not have it. I know when I created um, the blog cabin, which is mm -hmm. where we're at right now, it's a actually a storage shed that we converted into an office for me outside of the mm -hmm. home because I'd always dreamed of having an office outside the home. <laughs> and I was able to pay that with my blogging expense, my uh -huh. blogging income, pay for it. I first of all made sure that it was covered under our home insurance policy right. because I knew I would be devastated if I lost everything in it because we put okay. so much money in it. So that's also very important as well. Correct. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, definitely. But your actual blog that you've monetized, you, uh -huh. do you have that insured or is that? Um, no, I don't. I, honestly, I, I mean, that's not my area of expertise for insurance. So I don't really want to say anything, but, um, you know, there's less liability for a blog than yeah. the daycare at your house. But I, you know, I never even thought about that. Should I insure? Um, I don't really want to answer that cause it's not my area of expertise, but, um, I mean, you can ask somebody, I, I really, again, I can't imagine that there's a ton of liability, but don't take my word for it. That's you got me questioning now. Oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. Like I'm not meaning to cause issues, but no, um, no. Actually, that's raised a really good part of the conversation. I mean, I said I grew up in the insurance industry. We are insurance nerds. Just think very differently than the average person. Yeah, and honestly, people are so quick to sue everybody nowadays that it seems like that should be something I should look into. So, can you find out for me? Uh, <laughs> I'll ask Vicki. Yeah, because I know she would know. Yeah. Um, we actually have some com some comments. One says, great conversation and relevant ideas. We'll check the book out and excited for worksheets. Oh, good. So another one says, smart women. And there's another one asking about how to monetize a blog. But I think that's totally a different topic. Well, I think that you are the expert in that. And yeah. it'd, be, it'd be great to answer that. Yeah. And then one says you might need coverage for intellectual material. Is that true? Um, again, you know, it, it really just depends, but that's definitely a question to ask. Um, we do our best to pr protect our intellectual property. Yeah. And everything. So. Because I know I do have the copyright on everything I have, you know, mm -hmm. on my blog, there's a copyright. I even tell people like they'll go and they'll say, hey, we need to share your they go and take pictures and share it. I'm like, no, that's copyrighted material. You can't 
just take my pictures and use it for something else. That's copyrighted. Mm -hmm. Even when I have to remind friends, you can't grab stuff off my Facebook page because that's copyrighted. Right. But it, it's so hard too when social media, I mean, anybody can screenshot anything. So, you know, it, it's definitely a, a double-edged sword. You want to be out there and you want to be noticed. Mm-hmm. True. So, so what do you suggest besides buying the books um, people do to start their side hustle? Just, you know, talk to people. Like, have you seen the, the challenge that we started this week? Mm -hmm. You know, we, we talked about talk to friends and family, ask them what they think you'd be good at. Most people really truly want to help each other. I mean, there's always those that, you know, talk about that they want to sabotage you but I think that's more rare I think people really truly want to help and I mean I just know me and working with Vicki we like to try and lift each other up and inspire each other to be better and help each other to be better and I'm a big believer that people really want to do that so reach out to your friends and say hey I want to start something what do you think I'd be good at and hopefully they'll give you an honest answer yeah, sometimes the answer may not be what you want to. <laughs> exactly, but sometimes people see stuff in us that we don't see in ourselves. That's true, because we are our own worst critics. Oh, uh, trust me, I know. Yep. So is there anything else you would like to add about side hustles? Not that I can think of right now. Would you be willing to come on and chat again after I've finished the challenge and we talk about side hustle some more and about sure. anytime. I mean, yeah, I'd love to. I mean, it's been a joy. I honestly, I am forever, forever, forever thankful for <laughs> you for setting up that interview with Vicki because Vicki was actually on my vision board, on my professional oh, really? board for this year. I have her and I have another housewife she's on Beverly Hills that I have set up as, you know, cause they're all different with the way they are. One of them is accountability coach. Well, she's not a housewife anymore. She just got fired, but um, they're on my vision board along with another Christian author that I already had on. So Vicki was like my next step up. Oh my gosh. That's awesome. I'm going to tell her that because she's huge into vision boards. Oh, I did not know that. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yes. Vicki loves vision boards and she's told me about hers and um i love the story because she told me about the vision board that she had before she met steve and she had a picture of george Clooney on it and then she met steve and you know there there are some similarities there you know they kind of look a little similar so yeah. she she's big into them yeah it's for her to post a picture of it i haven't seen her vision board but um i'm sure it's really nice yeah, because she was on my, like, I did one for professional, and she yeah. was on it. She was, like, toward the end of it, not the beginning. I mean, not, it was in the end. It was like, okay, the end of the year I want to be, but she's already already done it. That's awesome. That's awesome. I'll, I will definitely tell her that. Well, I want to thank you for coming on today. Well, thank you for having me. Really appreciate it. And, um, like I said, you're welcome back anytime. I'm going to keep following the group and everything. Um, tell us about the group. Is, can we still join the group? Absolutely. So it's Financially Fabulous, Financial Wellness with Vicki. And one of the reasons that we started it, they said, I said to her, I'm like, girl, you've got so much to offer, more than you even realize. And people want to hear, they want to learn from her. Um, and as you've seen, she, she posts a lot of, I think, 
good content for financial wellness. And I guess if I go, you know, take a step back, one of the reasons that we started it is, you know, both of us being in insurance, we came across women, women mostly women, although we have men in the group, that would go through a divorce and they call and they had no idea what was happening with the money or, you know, a situation where they were widowed and they had no idea. And it's just, it's kind of grown from that. But our point is to try and teach people how to be financially well, um, teaching the basics of financial literacy, because it's not something that most people get in school. Yeah. Although I, I did teach it to my kids' elementary school. I was part of the junior achievement program where I taught financial literacy to fourth and fifth graders. But, um, you know, to adults, it's different. And there's, you know, people, I think, feel some shame if they don't understand things, which they absolutely shouldn't because we all have to start somewhere. And I just love how Vicki is a wonderful resource in teaching people. And um, I actually did some interviews with her that are recorded and we will be posting them soon. Um, where she explains some stuff that people just, I didn't know before I was working with her. And I've been in the industry for 13 years before mm -hmm. I learned it. So she truly has a lot to offer in the financially fabulous group. I feel like she shares a lot of information. She's always willing to answer questions. Yeah. And that's one thing I think that a, she, it didn't come off very well on television with her is that she, she's a wealth of information oh, yeah. that she shares generously. It's not oh. like she's holding everything together. Like, and on the show, it came off like she was one of these people that were like, you know, just laughter money and trying to put up the facade. You know what I'm saying? But she's totally different. After talking to her, I have more respect for her. Well, good. Yeah, I haven't really watched the show much in, in past years or whatever. But I mean, as a person, like I said, I just find her one of the most genuine people that I've ever met. And I mean, I, I value having her in my life. Like, and I tell her that, you know, she's, she's wonderful. And I have not met anybody that's works as much as I do. Um, I don't know. I think we were emailing for work last night till like 11. Mm. She will email me, go to bed. And didn't you say right before she came on last week with me, she was emailing you. <laughs> she was. And I was like, what are you doing? Like, did she, I thought maybe she forgot, which of course she's not going to forget because she's on top of everything. But I was, it was a little concerned because I got an email and I was like, oh my gosh, I think she's supposed to be on the, the blog cabin. So, yeah. Well, once again, I want to thank you for coming on really and chatting about side hassles. So, yeah. so we'll see you on the next chat from the blog cabin. Bye guys. Sure. Bye-bye. Thank you. Wow. Annalisa really, really really brought up some good points during that chat and honestly i need to really look and see if i need even liability insurance for the blog who knew that who knew it just blows my mind i highly suggest buying the books like i said at the beginning i will put the um, links to buy them in the show notes and honestly guys side hustles can be anything in in the group vicky has financial wellness with vicky financially fabulous um, financial wellness with Vicky. 
she actually had posted in there about someone that if you needed someone, people needed their um, numbers on the side of their houses, you know, on, on the sidewalks in front of their houses, or, you know, on the little curb. Somebody could go around doing that, make $10 a pop, paint it, you're done. Or $5 a pop, or $3 a pop, you're done. So basically, it's anything that you really want to think about that you could earn some money from. Normal, everyday things. I mean, honestly, I never even thought about helping kids with virtual learning because, yeah, that's that's really something else. Remember, I have turned these chats in the blog cabinet into not only this podcast, but Facebook Lives. And I stream also live on YouTube during the time that they're live on Facebook. So if you miss any of the Facebook Lives, you can check out the podcast later or you can check out YouTube. Thank you for being part of the Chats from the Blog Cabin podcast and family. Don't forget to subscribe to the show and to leave a rating or review. Hope you have a great rest of your day. Be blessed and keep chatting.